Blog Talk Radio. know what time that is mr relatively black and fat podcast when y'all hear that it's original ain't nobody else playing that that's that snoop shiznit y'all know who it is it's the man 100 grand with the plan heavy hand jay man what's happening with it um you know we back unscheduled you know that said we don't expect y'all to be Knowing and, and calling in and joining us But we are back And we're going to try to get some schedule here Man, and like I said, it's the basement up Right now, but please believe if, if you out there and you've been listening We are working We are working to um, Progress this thing We are looking to do some YouTube <clears throat> We are looking to get on schedule So there are things In the make We are working, continue to listen Continue to uh, try to be a part of it, man, when you can, when you know we're going live. It's, it's the homies out there at this point. You know what I'm saying? Jump in here with your boys and get into the conversation. That's all it is right now. But, man, we waiting on my man Eugene to call on in. <clears throat> we'll get with the shits. Usually when I say that, he usually appears uh, immediately. But it didn't happen this time. Look, there's a lot of shit to get to. So there's been some shit that went down since the last time we chopped it up. Now, I'm not sure of the conversation the last time we chopped it up. <clears throat> Actually, I am sure. We did talk about Jesse Smollett. Now, just starting there, man, and I ain't going to start. You see how I have to say the nigga name now. It should be Smollett. <clears throat> Excuse me. And his name ain't even Jesse. It's Jesse. It's, you know, J-U-S-S-I-E. Don't that spell Jussie? Smollett? You kidding me? Anybody name themselves Jussie and then pronounce Smollett like Smollett. He extra. He extra with it. So we, we got plenty of shits to get to tonight, man. <clears throat> we got Monique versus Steve Harvey. We could talk about the Grammys, you know, Cardi B won album of the year. Now, this is going to come from a very distorted perspective. You got grumpy old men here who come from a classic age of rap music. When rhymes mattered, when delivery mattered, when style originality mattered. And here we are stuck in today's times. Now, I feel like my older brother. My brother, 51 years old, <clears throat> and he's he'll swear by and put on an old Ice-T song where Ice-T's like, yeah, I'm a danger, walking, nightmare, stalking. I'm like, is that the bars you're talking about? But, um, you know, grumpy old men at this point, man. Hey, what can I say? We all got a voice. You know, I was going to rap again. <clears throat> you know, I missed my, my rap train at a time. You know... Our, our our peak age, our age range to be a rapper, I think, before you just burnt out and your woman don't want you no more, probably goes from about, eh, 
I'd say you start about 16 and you're, you got to wrap it up and go to work at about 25 if nothing's popping. Time to pack it up and be a regular guy. <clears throat> so I missed that time. But then 21 Savage came out, and, uh, you know, we can talk about 21 Savage, too. You know, 21 in, in the process, but I, I hear he's been released since, though. <clears throat> T- tried to deport my nigga. 21 came out, then a whole bunch of other savages came out, and it was just ages. And I heard we got a savage all the way up to about... I think we got a 62 Savage that came out and dropped some shit, if I'm not mistaken. And I was like, fuck it, I'm going to be 37 Savage. Nigga, because that shit is trill. But let me see if this my boy Gene online. If not, who it is? Caller, what's up? What's good? It's me. It's me. Oh. Okay, okay. You calling from, you got a, a, a new number on you. What, you trapping or something? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, I keep two phones. Yeah. Low, one for the plug and one for the blow. Is that what Kevin Gates said? I got two I don't phones, know. one for the plug and one for the goals. Some shit. I don't know, but whatever it is, it sounded pretty cool. Yeah, one was for the plug, that's for sure. But yeah, man, you changed though. I got to have a plug, a phone for the plug. Jeannie Jean, man, what's good, brother? How you how you doing, bro? Now Gene got a new job, y'all, so I'm interested to hear how how's his, his new experience going. What's good with you, player? Oh shit, man. It's you know, it's work, bro. It's the same old, same old. Uh shit, you know, I'm uh I'm I'm uh running a few things, few more things, but that's 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 the only difference. It's just more to do. Uh, my drive is further, um, but the the amount of time I spend on the road is about the same. And shit, the, the the biggest deal is that I'm out the house at five thirty in the morning, which is kicking my behind. Um, shit, I think uh, I was leaving about seven before, but that is a great deal of difference. I and mean, it sounds like just an hour and a half, but I'm talking no. about. The moon is still fully up. Uh, it's dark. It's nighttime. People should be asleep. And uh, I'm on the road. I'm on the road, man. 53, 50, 50 miles away. Mm. Uh, shit, man. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm doing right now, man. It's definitely, uh, definitely a blessing. You know, definitely a blessing. Um yeah, but you know, blessings come, man. He still, still got some work with him though. But uh, all in all, man, this is uh, this is week two, and uh, it's looking good, man. It's looking good. I feel like it's just, you know, it's the type of environment. Um, my staff is, you know, you know, I, I've heard nothing but good things. I've seen no real issues, so that's good. Um, yeah, man. So we just we rocking, man. We rocking. Very well, very well. Sounds good, man. And that's it's a blessing, y'all. Eugene's out here doing very well. And that's a great thing. But uh man, what we on tonight, brother? You you, you sipping on anything tonight or are you staying clean? Uh yeah, I was clean until we decided to do the show and I gave myself an excuse of course. 
But I, I'm lightweight, man. I'm just over here off of, uh, a few bud lights to get me through. Not nothing too deep. What about yourself? I'm having a cup to get me through. I got a little pour of uh, Svetka to put, uh, you know, oh, to be good stuff. Pop yeah, no, well, you know, I usually don't go to this tier, but you know, I'm, I'm prepping for the for the crib in the summer and all these type of things going on. So yeah. I've had to cut back here. So I'm drinking Svetka, yeah. and my pronunciation is amazing. I know. Yeah, yeah, very Russian sounding. Very Russian. Yeah. Hey man, before we get too deep, if you don't mind, I just want to um couple of things, man. For one, y'all don't know these people, but this is this is some real stuff. Um, first thing, Big Mike got a got a kidney transplant uh, yesterday, and he's doing well. Um, some kidneys have failed him, and uh, man, I mean, he shot to the top of the list. And uh, got a transplant, man, so he's good. He'll be home. Well, that I'm sorry, that was Sunday, my fault. Um, so he'll be home tomorrow, but the uh, surgery went well, um, you know, and uh, I went up and seen him, and he was, you know, in good spirits and happy, and everything was functioning properly. So, you know, thank God for the, for the homie getting a kidney, you know. Every once in a while, nigga may need a kidney, man, and God got them for cats too, man. Shout out to Big Mike. Um, on a on a different note, another one of the homies, man. Yeah, and, and I'm, you know, just this just where my mind is is at. Um, you know, play for the homie John. You know, uh, he got that sickle cell, man. It's kind of kicking his ass. So we want to definitely shout out the homie John and shoot up players and whatnot, man. It's a good cat going through a a, a, a feisty situation. Yeah, to say the least, to say the least. <clears throat> Hold on, my brother. But that's that's uh. Yeah. Um, we went dark uh, for a second there. Yeah, no uh, stuff coming through on the celly. Um, <clears throat> damn, called it a celly. That's a cool thing to call it. Still should be called that. Exactly. Selly nigga, but that's when these shits yeah. wasn't what they were. That was when they were mandatorily used as phones. I think the phone part of these things are a side note at this point. Well, at least a fifty-fifty, a 50-50 split as far as the necessity. Well, you, you need your talking, <clears throat> but the the whole. Gameplay, social media, all this stuff—that's a huge part of these phones now. I mean, this shit is great, dog. You you know how much shit I do with this phone. I mean, this phone complements my education and my career, man. It's—I I can tell you now that I—I I, I don't know that I could—I would do well in school or at work without the, 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 the functionality and the convenience of a cell phone. I mean, I have a mini computer with me at all times, and it just, it's, it's great, man. It's great. I, I know that there's a certain stigma that comes along with the over-usage in, in the social media and the non, um, 
the failure to engage in person and, you know, the sociological type of uh, negatives. But I think, um, I can say for me at least, that, uh, man, it's been been great. Uh, You know, the age of the cell phone, I'm with it. The smartphone, I apologize. Yeah, man, the smartphone. It's a big difference. Makes big it difference. smarter. Oh, uh, shit, I don't know. Does it? Or does it make you dumber? Makes me smarter. I don't know. Good. Let's me do smart things, man. Well. I totally yeah. have written thousands of word papers on my cell phone, on my smartphone. Uh, I mean, no, this just, man, I mean, Great, bro. Great, great, great. I have to, you know, emails, all that shit's just automatic. It's awesome, man. You can't. Look here, man. I I, I didn't told you how much I don't agree with all your uh, academic trickery and wizardry you're over there doing. Me and the rest of all the OGs who did this shit the hard way on goddamn typewriters, nigga, pulling the shit back and forth. We don't approve of none of this talking you doing, all of this shit reading to you you doing, nigga, grammarly, none of that. I don't approve of none of that shit. Shit too Man, good. A plus. Shit too good out here. A plus. That's I mean, available. And this is what, and this is what kills me, Nick. What should be good in education at this point? Because, I mean, it's, it's literally at your fingertips. You know, I mean... I don't know. I know that's a damn near like a nigga can Google a bachelor's. Can nigga can damn near Google a bachelor's degree through, man? If you willing to pay a little something for the man, so I didn't. I thought I said shit, yeah. But I want you. I know. I know. Go ahead. I know that. I mean, I'm sure you can, you know, buy it, but I I mean, I actually do want the, the the information. Um, but I'm gonna say this, man. I, I I hear what you're saying, but all this this shit here is available to to y'all out there. You know, uh, if you ever want to know all my little tricks, my nigga talking about, I will <laughs> surely put you up on them. And um, you know, go on and get you a degree, man. Get you. It's still hard work, um, you know. But it takes a lot of the edge off me, and I'm able to jump in and th- out throughout the day. And it's good. It's good. It's good. If you want to get your email skills up, I'll let your boy, man. I'll put you up on how to make, you know, get the professional dope emails out and, and things like that, man, to help you speak to the audience a little better. You know, don't be afraid to use these gifts, homie. It's at your fingertips. You can't just keep using your phone to update Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. You got all of these functions. You use some of these functions that you're paying for to, you know, move yourself forward. Yeah. I can't hate, man. It's there. I'd be fully taking advantage. I, I didn't when I was up to bat, but if I go back up to bat, I will be looking into the shit heavily. Um, we got quite a few things to get into here, bro. Quite a few to get into. Now, the title of today's show, and we ain't going to start off with this, but the title called Lion Ass Jesse Smollett. That's what the title oh. called. 
Well, now, it's called Lion Ass. Now, the nigga name, the, you finna cape. I'm a, I'm, we ain't gonna, I ain't gonna give nothing away, but the nigga's name is Jesse. Now, it's supposed to be Jesse, but it's spelled J-U-S-S-I-E, Smollett, where it should be pronounced Smollett like any other nigga. So it's Jesse Smollett. So get get your cape ready, put on that tight shit, all that. Yeah, we about yeah, to get into yeah. it, man. <laughs> well, <laughs> before we get all into it, I, I was once a, a Negro like you, and this is nigga shit you're doing, okay? Mm-hmm. This is nigga shit. Now, I, mean, I was once this way. Now, I, I had a, a technician once, and his last name was Laurent. But he pronounced it Laurent. Okay? Now, <laughs> I, 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 I took... Too. No, 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 no. Because I took issue with it. And I said, man, your shit is Laurent. And he said, no, it's Laurent. And I said, so how is it just Laurent, man? Why? I'm sure there's a story here. He's like, there's no story. The shit's, you know, from wherever where the Creoles is at. Now, remember back in the day where these light-skinned sons of bitches used to all be Creole? Now, this is one of them old-school. He's an old-school Creole. He's been that for a while. So, I'll say this. These lighter cats will have a little something extra on that last name, and it's because they say that it's a Creole thing. Now, I don't really know what Creole is. It's kind of like French and black together, I think, and it's some shit from the South Deep. But Creole... Is some sort of thing. Now, again, for me, it's white. You know, you mix with white or something. Now, but if you mix with a white dude that's a French person, then you're a, a Creole when you mix with that and black. As far as I can tell, that's what that means. You know, and that's like the people are from the French Quarter. Uh, you know, mm. down in the bayou somewhere. So that 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 has a whole little thing on it. All I know about Creole motherfuckers is that they be usually having a ponytail and they talk weird. That's it. That's all you need to know. But let's, we we got well, a lot of shit to get into. That they're a thing. Uh, uh, no, 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 they're not digress. a thing. No, they're not oh, a thing. Not a thing. Of course not. Okay. It's like, have you seen an Indian, a full blood <laughs> Indian lately? Uh, no, I can't say that I have. Are they a thing? I know that they're a thing, yes. Yeah, or how do you know? <laughs> you heard about <laughs> what is, are they? <laughs> <laughs> are they an old wise tale or something? Have you yeah, ever please. seen one? Have you ever, in fact, have you ever seen one? Lou I've Diamond Phillips? Yeah. Lou Diamond Phillips. Uh, is he a, I don't know. I mean, I've seen him, but I've actually seen an Indian couple before like Native American couple shit nigga at a museum or some shit a Native Indian museum alright well the next time you I hope next time we gonna know each other for quite a while nigga uh, let me know when you see a Creole or a full blood Indian out somewhere but uh look here man we, we gonna start on a light note Something you might not know about, but before we do, I think my man's is calling in. Just a minute, let me see if it's good. Caller, what it do? Yeah, what up, man? What up with y'all? 
What is it? RC, what's good nah, with we you? We out here. Nah, nah, I just saw the title, so I just called in, man. Nah, this ain't RC. Oh, shit. Oh, oh okay. There it is. Where, where you calling from, family? I'm in the A, man. Okay, okay, for sure. What's your name? It's Nash. Oh, you my boy. You know me. You know me, and you done chopped it up real good. I've been looking for you, man. I need a football a cat to do the football with me again. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What's good though, man? Y'all. Now look, man. I, I know y'all got a lot to get to, but bro, any black person who willingly works on that show Empire, which should be they should be shaming themselves anyway. You, you should wonder about that person anyway. Then buddy name is Jesse. That's already putting some question marks up. So I'm not surprised that it happened. I just feel like at a certain point, man, the, the disrespect that this dude deserves, he's going to get for a couple of weeks. But this makes it harder for people when they actually really do go through stuff because people already don't want to believe anyway. So, And, and then nah, we've got to get nah, to the plan. Nah, like, what the hell nah, kind of plan nah. was this, bro? Like, what? Hold up. Nah, 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 nah. I want you to save it for just a minute. I, I know you want to unload on it, but I, I, I got a few things we got to get to before we get to that. And I know this next thing, we need to talk about Kaepernick settling with the NFL. Now, Gene, you know anything about this? No. Nah. Okay. Now, Nas, I know you know all about the shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so look, Colin Kaepernick, famously known for kneeling during the national anthem in protest of police injustice towards minorities. That's what Colin Kaepernick's fight was. For that fight, for Colin Kaepernick kneeling during national anthems, NFL football games, he was basically conspired amongst the owners. Well, what the case was about, the case is a collusion case. Colin Kaepernick mm-hmm. could not get a job in the NFL. Now, all NFL pundits and everybody on Twitter, social media was saying Colin Kaepernick's not good enough. Now, mind you, Colin Kaepernick led the 49ers to the Super Bowl in, I believe, what was it, Nas 14? Yep. 2014 against the Ravens. So, after that, Colin Kaepernick could not get a job. Uh, we all said it was due to him kneeling in protest of the national anthem and protest of police brutality. Owners said it was because he was not good enough. Colin Kaepernick took a case with the NFL for collusion, basically a conspiring, the owners conspiring to have him not play in the NFL, which affects his income. Now, what this, what the argument is about today is did Colin Kaepernick let these motherfuckers off the hook. Now, Colin Kaepernick rumored to got anywhere from 40 to $60 million. But there's a non-disclosure clause in the settlement agreement, meaning Colin Kaepernick cannot tell the public what really happened. We'll never know them emails. Now, if this case went to trial, the defense would have of shown the public emails, phone conversations, basically shit probably where they saying fuck this nigger. I'm saying being that Colin Kaepernick took the settlement with a, uh, a disclosure, did he let these niggas off the hook and people are feeling like Colin Kaepernick was in this shit for the money 
as his, uh, since he just took the settlement and he didn't force their hand in, in showing the public how they, how they went and conspired to keep him out of the league. He could have forced their hand. Now, Nas, I'm going to start with you, bro. How you feel about this thing? Yeah, I've talked to a few people who feel that way, and I try to explain to them uh, this is how court cases work. When you're suing your employer for violation of labor law, you're suing them for that. You're not suing them because in discovery you want to get some information out to the public. The law team that's working for him, they have something called billable hours. And when you're talking about a high-priced law firm, that can go up to $1,000 an hour every time they break out a pen and pad and start working on your case. So if you think you can go up against the NFL or somebody and say, well, I'm going to take this to trial, well, the NFL says, okay, then we're just going to drown you in paperwork and make you keep your legal counsel for years and never let this be resolved. The NFL knew they were dead to rights. They weren't going to win this case. So they said, okay, we're going to have to come make some concessions, figure out a way to get out of this. So they kept writing down numbers until Kaepernick's legal team agreed and said, okay, we're willing to settle for that. Now, as far as the non-disclosure part, ain't nobody about to give you a bunch of money and then let you go talk about the media, talk to the media about how raggedy they are afterwards. Like, no. So so let me ask you this, then. Miles, let me ask you. Why settle for such low money if you had the smoking gun? Now, the, the question also becomes, did he truly have the smoking gun? Because the smoking gun uh, being email or phone conversation where you could definitely for beyond a shadow of a doubt, point out and say, look, here's what they said, beyond a shadow of a, of a doubt. If you had that smoking gun, why didn't you press for more money? And then if your fight was for injustice and showing this type of racism and this collusion, why wouldn't you press it to trial? Why settle with a non-disclosure? Yeah, I, I just gave the information on that part. I, I'll go to the second part of what you're talking about. Okay, so the NFL is known to legally go after people in these type of cases where they fight it to the end. Go back to the Tom Brady case, go to the Ray Rice case, uh, go to the case with uh, Adrian Peterson. Like, they go to the wall normally. So to see them make a concession and give up a month, like, I, I mean, if you think $80 million, 60 to 80 is not a lot of money in a case where you're talking about a single individual being locked out of employment, what's realistic about what a quarterback gains as far as grievance, as far as, uh, you know, wages lost and everything else, 60 to 80. That That's pennies like, on the dollar for the owners. That's pennies yeah, on the dollar. You don't sue somebody for what they have and say, well, that's not a lot of money to you. No, if, you, if Bill Gates runs over your foot tomorrow and you get $20 million, okay, that's not a lot of money to Bill Gates, but it's still a substantial amount of money. Like, you don't do it by that way. Now, the other part of this is the NFL team split cases like this. So every team will throw in, you know, 8 to 10 million, well, about 4 or 5. 4 or 5 million oh, come dollars on, now. You know that's, that's nothing the to these boys. You know that's nothing yeah, to is. them. It is, but just think about the Bill Gates point I just made, though. Like, you don't sue somebody for what they have based on hurting them. The compensation has to be commiserate with whatever uh, injury they cause. And the injury they caused was stopping his brother from being employed, and he went to the hills. But, no, this wasn't a case where he brought up police brutality and they were trying to win a police brutality case. This was they locked me out of employment. Now they need to compensate me for that. And because I got them over a barrel, they're going to sit down and start writing down numbers until we agree. That's why they got to the numbers. So the people who criticizing Colin for this, 
I think are people who think every activist should be broke or any idea of pushing back against the system means your ass should be raggedy and destitute. But it's like, nah, man, he proved his case. He got them leaning to the point to where they had to write that number down and pay him. And going forward, he probably won't play football anymore, but he proved uh, that the NFL was culpable for what they did to him, man. But, nah, man, people ask people asking people to be superheroes when we're just talking about regular folk who got up in a rough situation where he felt something and decided to put his career on the line, and the NFL made the mistake of locking him out of a job. See, new races Amen. are dumb. Old school races, let me, tell you, let, me, let me give you this one thing. Old school races, they would have put him on a sorry team, let him get the hell knocked out of him, and then never worried about it again. See, these new school races dumb enough to collude together and not employ the dude while, you know, uh, or, Nate Peterman and some other people are playing quarterback. You see what or, I'm or, or they know he has the smoking gun, and they're like, if you'll if you're silly enough to settle on this pennies on the dollar, we'll 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 get you out the way if 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 you're willing to do that. My question just yeah, is but they haven't done discovery yet, so they don't have access to the emails or the meetings and all of that yet. That would have came later mm-hmm. on in the case in the NFL really well and this is this is the other part. The emails and meetings and all of that could have proved his case, but you know what they really didn't want the most? When you start bringing some of these old billionaire people who have to speak in a court of law and have to do the, 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 and have to sit Ain't up that and the be point? questioned. It was the point, yeah, though. But the, that's what, it was the that's point forcing their hand or the point getting a paycheck. I'm with you. Look, I'm man, with you, man. How much I'm How, how much money did you think he would have been in the rears to, to his law team if you think this case could have just kept going on and on? Like how long before the case bankrupts him? Big banks take little. Uh, like that. I'm sure they'll, they they could definitely do some pro bono. There's there's lawyers who definitely willing to take this. Don't don't question that. There's some yeah, pro bono if you're, going off the, if you're going off the NFL's reputation to where they remember, dude, remember how hard they went at Tom Brady over some damn inflated footballs. Tom Brady had to use the NFL's lawyer and his own money trying to represent himself and say that they were lying on him. And the NFL kept riding him on it. So he eventually had to back down and take that suspension. Like, they don't right. usually give up. All right, Jeannie Jean, man. Now, you got the gist of it, bro. Now, the gist of it is basically what I'm saying. Hey, if you had him bent over the barrel like my man now say, hey, why, why, why you settle for, for this reasonable, for this actual bargain for the NFL? Uh, you you kind of got it, bro. What you feel about it? Uh, yeah, man, I, I mean, we don't know the number, you know, the speculative number is, is what it is, and it's, a, you know, some huge number to me, um, but I think at the end of the day, you know, um, no Twitter or people in passing don't pay the rent, man, you know, it wasn't like all the black people boycotted the Super Bowl, you know, because he chose to put his his career on the line. I think, you know, he did his thing, man. I think he did what he felt was right, and that was that. I don't think that that he has to carry that mantle, um, you know, as, as far as he can. I think, you know, he lost his dream, and he lost his ability to play in the NFL, and he seemed to take it on the chin pretty good. He bounced back with the Nike joint a bit, and he got a payday out of it. And now, you know, he, he's good. I mean, I feel like, he did enough. There shouldn't be any criticism, you know. 
There's a lot of players that wouldn't have stepped up to do it on that level or, you know, the collegiate level. I mean, you know, it's admirable. I think you got to leave them alone, man. Well, I'm going to say this, man, and we can move on, dude. I disagree with both of y'all wholeheartedly. I feel like if you had them bent over the barrel and and you lost it over a purpose, why not drive it home? No Vaseline. You know, why not force that? Because, hey, it, now, let's address one thing. It ain't like he in need of a check. Now, if we're talking about paying for the uh, attorney, attorney services, Colin just did a big deal with Nike. So it ain't like he hurting for money. Um, so it ain't like, you know, this very reasonable cost. He could have pushed this to, I know now, Nas is saying you don't charge them for what they worth. You charge them for what the, the you know, the, the fine or whatever is worth. Uh you know, I just feel like we we could have forced their hand. Like you've seen similarly in the um, Golden Boy versus PBC trial, where Al Heyman and friends basically revealed all them emails of them uh, top rank and them other promotional companies calling that black man a nigger. And then it was a wrap. But see, you forced their hand publicly, you know, and then you, you give them that scrutiny. Cats is off the hook. We'll never know. What 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 the fuck Jerry Jones said about him? We'll never know what them all them other old old money white folks will never fucking know, man. And we could have known, we could have known, and yeah, maybe it would have been this, nothing. This is, this is my problem with this though. If they were willing to do what they did, go ahead now. Why would that change? Why would that change your view about these people though? We know these people are raggedy old racists. The idea that we need the smoking gun to believe it, like nah, like the brother just said. Those black people still watching the Super Bowl, watching games, and still buying NFL merch. So if we go act like this dude is supposed to, you know, die on the altar of, you know, his integrity instead of getting his money, and then on the back end we laugh at him and say, look at that big bro. Like, nah, bro. Go for yours, squeeze the hell out of them, and get your payday. And that's what he did, man. They did him wrong, and he's compensated for it. I'm tired of flowery words. No, get that man his money, like they said in that one movie. That poker movie. Get that man his money. He earned it. He got it. And he got the ass. And if you believe the NFL is racist, I don't know what, you know, that court case would have done to convince you, you know, anything different. Like, you know who these people are. We're going to move on on that note. Next up, man, uh, something near and dear to my heart. One of my favorite athletes. In the past 20 years Floyd Money Mayweather Pretty boy Floyd Pretty boy Floyd priorly known as uh, Now Floyd got caught up here in my estimation Now I won't tell y'all how I feel about this thing Now uh, I'll just tell y'all briefly about the story So we can get into it Mayweather uh, Everybody Gucci came out with some kind of sweater That had a hoodie connected with a face mask on it But the face mask had the big red lips so it was definitely some blackface um, impersonation. And if you just seen today, I think it was Fendi. One of these designer companies came out with some shit with a noose connected to it. So this kind of all stems back to the idea of the old Tommy Hilfiger quote, I don't want y'all wearing my shit, you niggas wearing, whatever he said. But Gucci, this is how the culture, quote unquote, felt like Gucci was really running a shot. At, at at us, you know what I'm saying? With this, the big red lips painted on the shit on a black sweater. 
You know, it, it only came out in black from what I understand. I, I'm not sure if that's true or not. But so everybody in the culture, we just going to use the culture as the word here, was like boycott, boycott Gucci. We ain't fucking with Gucci. Ain't nobody fuck with Gucci, all right? Next day, Mayweather gets caught on TMZ. Now, it looked pretty staged to me. My man is like, you know, I do what the fuck I want to do. I'm finna go in Gucci. Mayweather went in there and spent 300000 plus and uh, basically said he do what he want to do. He don't let people tell him what to do. Uh, just, you know, going off on that type of note. Uh, I wish we had the exact sound. Now, Gene, you you familiar with this story? Yeah. Talk about it, player. What what do you feel about this? I'm I'm gonna hit you from a different angle. I'm gonna go with the responsibility here. Um, now <clears throat> this is this is a true true situation. Uh, my uh, one of my in laws. You know, he uh, was getting dressed. We were all in the house. This was a house full of family. And uh, he came out with a Gucci sweater on. Not that, that particular sweater, but a, a Gucci sweater nonetheless. And, you know, I mean, just, just playing, but half serious. Like, maybe what you got a Gucci joint on for? Now, his exact words was, I'm like Mayweather. I do what the fuck I want to do. Now... Needless to say about the family uproar, here's the problem. You are Mayweather. You you, you can, obviously, you can do what you want to do. I'm Eugene, nigga. I can do what I want to do, too. There is some responsibility here that we need to take into consideration, in my opinion. Now, if these people are outright saying, F y'all, this is what we think about you, and then you, high-profile black man, get on here and say, you know, you attack us for saying, hey, don't fuck with them. I think that's an issue. I do think that whole TMZ shit was staged. I think they paid Mayweather to do that, and I think he's a suck-ass nigga for doing it. Um, and then it just kind of plays into this, this whole stereotype in one that, you know, our morals can be bought, our conviction can be paid for, Two, it sends this message to fuckheads that, yeah, this is the way that we should do things. We shouldn't band together. We shouldn't stand against something, you know, because I like it. And, and, I'm, and, and you know, fuck if, if, you know, they're against me. I like this shit. I like the, the, the social, uh, the, what, what do they call it, the, uh, the, the, it, the status symbol it represents. So, you know what, fuck it, I'm a rock with it. And if you have anything to say about it, I won't be... I won't be ethical at all. I'll, I'll just simply, you know, have a, a bad attitude and, you know, say fuck you for giving a fuck because I don't. And this should be the way that I should be able to feel and that should be cool with you. Which, you know, at the end of the day, Mayweather and anybody else, they're welcome to do that. But I think that those two things are things that we got to take a look at not just in this situation, but across the board. I mean, obviously that even goes back to the Kyle Kaepernick uh, situation where, you know, we have this guy taking a stance. You know, we're willing to support that stance until it, it, it interferes with our, our pleasure. Those of us who, who you know, like the, the NFL and watch football, you know, then it becomes a, 
uh, uh, subject we, you know, we got to separate now. We got to separate the R. Kelly from the rape because Step in the Name of Love is a pretty good fucking song, you know? And that's, that's kind of how I view the situation, if y'all could, could, could understand what I just did with all them fucking things I just did. I like it. Nas, Nas, what you got, player? What you think about it? Yeah, I I mean, this is like, okay, this ain't even woke. This is like us being halfway asleep. It's interesting, but we got to go further. So I I put it in this context. When you go into the store in your local neighborhood that's run by other people, if they're rude to the people in the store, then we get mad about it, and then they learn to say, oh, my friend. They call everybody my friend. They learn to speak better, but you continue to take your sto- your money to that store that operates outside of your community because they don't live there. No matter what, you're still wrong. You can justify it any way you want to. So the thing with, with, with Champ is great a fighter as he is, uh, things like this, I think he just doesn't have a range for, man. He doesn't understand the, the situation and doesn't understand how valuable he is to those brands uh, when he supports them. So I I think he's dead wrong on this one. Uh, Like, if you want to buck up for something, it shouldn't be for something outside your community. And this is something that shouldn't have to be taught, man. It's sad. Because I've seen young brothers take their tax check or money they saved up to go buy one belt uh, for one of these brands because it gives them a little social standard. When we were young, we did the same thing with other brands, so I'm not going to knock them too hard. But the idea that you're going against your community and you think your community is the problem, nah, bro, that might be you. You might need to look in the mirror a little bit. But, uh, you know, kind of sad, but I, I, I don't expect much from Lil' Floyd with stuff like this. Great prize fighter, uh, not who you should go to for social commentary. Like, Yeah, yeah, nail on the head. That's exactly where I got to. And you know, I felt it was almost, like you said, it was definitely over Floyd's head, the conversations over Floyd's head, because he has no idea the historical representation of blackface. So if you don't know that, then you don't know how mm-hmm. to take this story. Now, Floyd may have seen this flash on Instagram or Twitter, whatever he's on, and said, oh, they tripping again, whatever, nigga, you know what I'm saying? I'm not tripping. But Floyd doesn't understand the historical representation of of what that symbolizes. So that's huge. That's one thing. Floyd doesn't get that. However, I will not give Floyd a pass for his arrogance coming out again. Now, this is an arrogant move. Now, I'll add to the the story that T.I. got on his motherfucking throat. Now, whether y'all, I know y'all might be into it, but, you know, T.I. been frontlining on social justice matters. Now, a lot of these rappers won't frontline like T.I. T.I. at the, you know, frontlining at Black Lives Matter rallies, frontlining in marches and protests around the country. So a lot of, um, you know, public figures won't put their image, uh, subject their image to that because you are definitely, uh, you know, planting your flag when you do that. And then like Michael Jordan famously said, famously quote said, hey, Republicans buy fucking Nikes too. So, nigga, I'm not taking a side basically what that says when you're a product, your image is a product. So T.I.'s been doing that. Now, T.I. had a diss track he wrote towards Floyd. I don't know if y'all was able to catch it. It was real dope. However, that story goes deeper because you do remember, and this was maniacal on on, on behalf of Tiny, T.I.'s wife. 
you know, when uh, I think T.I. had got caught cheating or some shit, whatever, whatever, like like your woman do typically, you know, she want to go hang with her a nigga. So Tiny maniacally said, damn, how do I make a boss nigga jealous? You know, because T.I. a boss, like who's she going to go hang out with the local Tyrone? Or like a little rapper or something, you know. Ti got some status. You got to get somebody, you know, like Kim Kardashian. Kim Kim Kardashian in the spot because she can't like damn how I kind of do better than Ye. So so is Beyonce. It's like who I get with more status than Jay Z. I can get hotter looking niggas, cooler niggas, but I, I need to be with status. So what Tiny do? She got a relationship from May with Mayweather from back in her escape days. She was at the Mayweather mansion on Instagram or whatever it was, dancing and hanging with Mayweather. Now, not only is you with the motherfucking champ, the people's champ, the real champ, the nigga can beat you up, and he got more money than you, and his house and shit bigger. Now, that's a rare combination, a perfect storm of shit to make a nigga is, is sitting on as high of uh, echelon as T.I., real jealous. And T.I. did get jealous. And he went up there and tried to fight Mayweather at some kind of fat burger or some shit. Mayweather was in a Bugatti. Look here, man. Uh, dope diss track. Check that out. Uh, Mayweather, like I say, I won't excuse him on his arrogance. I wish they would keep cameras away from that man for any civil, social, anything. Do not take a camera near him, please, because you're going to get something of this nature, man. And we'll move on. On that note, I wanted to see what y'all niggas had on um, Monique versus Steve Harvey. Is y'all is y'all up on this? Uh, Gene, you you aware of this one? No, no, I'm not aware. Nah, is you on it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I saw that nonsense, man. Now, now, uh, now look, <laughs> this is complex though, bruh, because I know. Now, I'm, now go ahead, because I, I I almost feel. I don't know what you're going to say. I got a feeling what you're going to say, but I got a rebuttal to it. Go ahead. Okay. Yeah, situation like that, those are conversations that should be had behind closed doors, for one. You don't air all of that out in public. And for two, why would you sit up there and disagree with her to that extent about something that you should have been supportive for her? Uh, Mm -hmm. There's actually no power within your group if you're not willing to say at certain points, hey, y'all cross the line, we over here, Hollywood people, black Hollywood people who've made it into some of these elite circles aren't going to allow it. But if you allow them to pick you off one by one, then all of you are weak. So he made that mistake. But honestly, this is kind of who that guy is. He's always kind of had this way about him. You see the quotes from Bernie Mac back in the day about Steve trying to replace him in a movie behind his back and other kind of stuff. So it didn't surprise me how he how he went about it, but honestly, man, if you think your bag gonna get stopped just by supporting somebody who feel like they're getting black, well, like, dude, you got way more power than what you think you do, Harvey. So yeah, I, I, I was kind of disappointed that he, he was so soft on this. Ah, uh, let me start by addressing Harvey. Now, Harvey gets a bunch of corporate checks, right? See, now, in our estimation as viewers, spectators, fans of, you know, the kind of the realm Harvey works in, we think Harvey has his own 
foot in the ground somewhere. The truth is he actually does it. Now, I know that's odd to hear, right? But all his checks are corporate, whether it be Family Feud or the little show he does, whether it be radio or the, the fucking TV shit, it's corporate check. Now, when, when Harvey was not corporate man, here's the truth. Here's what all the kings of comedy tell you. We had to get, now Steve had to start it with the biggest name. But when everything ended and how it ended up settling, Steve had to be the host of the show. You know why? Because Steve wasn't funny. Steve couldn't hold 30, 45 minutes an hour on a stage by himself. So that's why you get Steve when you get the, the Kings of Comedy. You get Steve kind of being the host. And the rest of the niggas going in there tearing shit down. That said, you 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 get some some insight on where the stance Steve always seems to take. And that is the corporate stance. Because Steve's money is corporate. Whereas Monique, D.L. Hughley, um, now Cedric, in, 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 Cedric the Entertainer can kind of live in both leagues to some degree. A lot of these stand-ups, especially with the cachet or the, the, the status that Steve has, should be able to go and be like, you know, I'm starting my own production where I'm putting these young comics out. Now, Steve seems, it would seem Steve has enough money to do that or enough, whatever it takes, but it don't seem that Steve thinks he has it. That's why I give kudos to a guy like Kevin Hart, who is going on all these different ventures, empowering, you know, his people around him. But he's taking a stance without that corporate check. Steve, been Mr. Corporate Man, he cried on the fucking radio when I think the show was ended. So when it comes to the conversation with him and Monique, I think, you know, Monique is dead right. Like, you know, you said they was wrong. But when it was, but here's the more interesting question I wanted to pose to both of y'all. How come we as a culture got on Monique's throat about that next flick shit? Because I was with, with Cat Williams, who's a clown who's been seen fighting children in the projects and a bunch of more clown theatrics. But in the moment, we even got a show on, on this thing talking about how we favored Kat, who was saying Monique just ain't this and just ain't that. But really, the, the, the fight that Monique seemed to be fighting for was a much larger, in my estimation. So I kind of, I'm kind of asking, how come we didn't seem to side with Monique and now when this interaction comes up with Steve, we kind of get it now. Is is that fair to say? Eugene, man, what'd you think? Well, I, I haven't uh, shit, man, I haven't been up on nothing, you know, here in the last three weeks. But um, I will say just kind of hearing from, uh, from what you're saying and just bits and pieces that I, I've picked up, um, as far as the Netflix thing goes, the the Cat Williams Monique type of where this is all stemming from, um, I can tell you why I ain't fuck with it. I have, and this is this is just me. This don't have to. This does not have to be anybody's reason out there in the world. When you get to coming on shit, just with this old baby fucking auntie shit she was doing and. I don't like that shit. I don't like a lot of the shit she was doing. Now, as far as why I affected with Kat, because I agree, 
you, you know, I don't know how much you feel like you need to get paid, but I'm not gonna like pay a Netflix subscription just because you dropped a, a, a comedy special. That's just me. I don't necessarily think you're funny, or you know, you don't have my type of comedy. I say, um, so. And in that regard, I understand because I'm like, yeah, I, you know, maybe the deal they was giving her was shitty, but 500 million or 500,000 <clears> seems like a lot for a Monique special. I don't know. Maybe it's not a lot. Maybe she got a bunch of fans I don't know about. I never, you know, seen everybody gearing up to go to the Monique show personally, you know, so I kind of went with that approach. Now, as far as Steve Harvey and his corporateness or what have you. Um, <clears throat> I think that, you know, Steve Harvey does what everybody does, including Kevin Hart, man. You know, they all protect their own interest. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, I don't think, I, I can't point to one of them that I, I can say, yeah, this is a man or woman of the people. I think they protect their interests. You know, they do what's convenient. They ride with what's convenient. And Monique wasn't convenient. And, he didn't ride with her, and maybe in, in private he has some things to say, but in public, you know, he, he is Mr. Corporate, so he wants to go get his check. Maybe CBS or ABC or whoever he's with has a relationship with Netflix, and that's what that is. I mean, it, 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 it it's, it's a bigger scale, right? But, I mean, if you you at work, you know, and there's somebody fucking up, and you get it why they feel that way, but you understand they've taken it too far, going too extreme for you. You gotta distance yourself to some degree. You're not gonna necessarily put yours on the line for it, even if you understand it. You know it's got to be an extreme case for you to fully, you know, take a L when you got to feed your family. And unfortunately, um, that's kind of how it is in, in in life, man. You know, unless that you know this is somebody who. I, I, I cut four in a certain way. I'm not necessarily going to put my neck on the line, you know, and especially if I feel like you're handling it the wrong way, you know what I mean? So so I, I can say that to all of this stuff. I don't know the details. I don't know the nature of their relationship. I don't know if Monique is handling this properly. All I can do is kind of try to fill in the blanks. But for me, you know, I, you know, Shit, man! What you want everybody to do? Cause you didn't get the money you wanted. Nas, I mean, it, it is what it is. At a certain point, I don't know why you thought Steve Harvey would be the person to ride for you. And yeah, as far as her comedy and her talent and stuff like that, yeah, I agree with y'all. I'm not a fan of hers or anything like that. But it's just a simple case of solidarity. What you push for. That means other comedians are going to be able to make more money. There's no reason not to do that. The problem with this was the visual. You had a, a woman with a grievance and a dude who was over-talking her, pushing her hands down, and not letting her argument be heard. I think, honestly, if you let somebody like Monique talk, Monique will probably go too far, and then people will be like, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're in a comedy legend. Now calm down, calm down. But if you over-talk them, it makes it look like you're trying for them not to be heard and then people, I think that's why people started rallying to her side. But just overall, man, Steve Harvey is what he is. But riding with Monique would not have stopped anything as far as his corporate money, uh, the relationships he had and everything else. All that would have been was he tried to get this stand-up comic more money from Netflix. 
And after she didn't get the money, because I don't think she ever would have gotten it, uh, it would have moved on. But riding for that person would have shown something, would have shown legacy as far as other comedians understanding how this game works as far as leveraging your power. He chooses not to because I think Steve Harvey has actually been broke as an adult in real life, and that dude never wants to go back to that place again, so he's really careful about what he does. So, no, I don't respect him or his position on this, but no matter what, that's a conversation that should be had behind closed doors. Why the hell would you air that on TV? Yeah, it was it was way too personal. They are actually, you know, are very familiar with each other, if not friends in real life, or have definitely had relationship, you know, a relationship standing over the years in the past. Ah, uh, yeah, I, I agree with you. The visual, you know, and she's she's you know she's trying to kind of pour her heart out to some degree, and he's like, baby, listen, you know, he he's. Yeah, yeah. You got two people who was actually too heavy on. Oh, yeah, it's a bad mix. It's, it's two people too heavy on kind of the the I don't know to say theatrics of conversation and with the country thing going on. They both calling each other baby and you know I don't know, man. Let's move on. Sussing, sussing, sussing on you. I'll say hey, this, man. He went, he, he went Reverend Ike on her. He said, he said the best way for me to help a poor person is to not be one. He went Reverend Ike on her. Yeah, just, just dying laughing like this boy was. Too much of that, man. Too much of that. It was littered with all that kind of shit. You know, but I think, look, Monique just was saying, hey, if we the people and we gonna stand, let's stand when it's let's stand. Period. Like whether I might not, you know. Uh, now she's asking, you know, the the question keeps coming back around to, do you deserve it? Do you deserve it, Monique? You know, do you deserve it? Now Monique ha- does have these prestigious accolades. Hey, she has a fucking Oscar. Not none of them niggas can say that. You know what I mean? And whatever that's worth. You know, Monique has had her own show. You know, they all had a show. Cedric, you know, Steve had a show. They all had a show. Neither here nor there. Look, man, the Grammys happened. Cardi B won album of the year. I can't understand this this thing with Cardi B, why people like her so much. I feel like she can barely talk, let alone rap fast. Um. Do you guys have any feelings? I feel like this. I'll throw this into the conversation quickly, too, because we got to talk about something else. Um, if we, as the, the people, just stop fucking with these nigga shit, they should have be trash. The Super Bowl halftime was trash. The NBA All-Star halftime was fire with J. Cole. If Alicia Keys would not have hosted that damn show, that thing would have been garbage with whoever they would have got. Y'all thoughts, man. Uh, Shit, uh, Gene, tell me about it. Again, I'm off the loop, man. I'll just say some commentary, man. I don't, I don't know shit, bro. I've been waking up early. It's just, it's just heck, getting out the door, going to sleep early. So I don't know nothing, man. Um, hope she did a good job uh, talking about Alicia Keys. I was, I was very interested to see, to hear at least if, uh, if it rocked with her. Um, but other than that, man, Cardi B, I told you a long time ago, I didn't understand 
you know, what the, the, the hoopla was, but you called me old. And, you know, I had to just take that <laughs> into consideration that I'm probably old because this motherfucker don't talk well and I don't get it. But she makes fun songs. You know, I think, uh, you know, I, I hear them here and there. Obviously, I'm not riding around a Cardi B. But uh, fuck it, album of the year, man. Uh, I, I, yeah, I don't know where they pulled that out of the sky. But again, we're talking about, and 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 with all of this, man, I, I kind of just want like a, just just kind of a blanket over everything. You know, though, I, I have, I have like the worst problem believing anything because I always feel like if if the person themselves don't see, uh how this looks there's plenty of people around that know you know for the steve harvey monique joint for the colin kaepernick joint for everything i just feel like it's all bullshit and it's all designed to do different things man I, it's just so hard for me to believe in it um you know and that's just like a, like i said a blanketed statement over all of this but uh album of the year uh, I, I wanted to have a problem with it but again, I, I fuck it because it's not like real. You know damn well that she didn't have an album. Everybody, but you know somebody. Album was kind of dope though. It wasn't album of the year. We come on, man. But somebody controls this. Somebody gets paid. Somebody's analyzed this. Somebody, you know what I mean? She, 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 she is uh, probably a wonderful marketing tool. Probably a great person. I don't know. But uh, I, I don't think that these things just we, – we had a big two-day argument about the uh, the presidency and the, and the electoral process. I, I, it's the same thing. I don't think it's up to, like, the randomness of the people. I think the shit is calculated. And, you know, it, it, it's entertainment, man. You know what I mean? And, and that that's fine because that's where it is. And, and, and I'm okay with it being there to some degree. No, it's what you think, bro. Yeah, when you seek validation from other people, those people will choose who should be validated. So I've never respected the Grammys as far as for hip-hop and other things. So this ain't a part of the culture. This is the people outside the culture and what they think is good. So them voting for for a Grammy, that's fine. How many Grammys does Nas have? How many does Jay have? How many does Chuck D have? Okay, so we're not talking about somebody or some group who is a purveyor of hip-hop culture. No, let me know what the Source Awards thing. Let me know what, you know what I mean, uh, drink champs and, and, and people from our culture actually think about albums. I don't care about Grammy. That's a nice status symbol, nice way for you to make money and everything, but no matter what, that's from outside the culture. So they ain't got the, they ain't got the cachet to, to crown anybody, as far as I'm concerned. So we crown somebody who has a look, and a way, and honestly, she's good as far as repeating what somebody else wrote down. But are we comparing her to Kim or some of these other women who wrote their own rhymes or are better rappers? No, because she's not them. But like I said, this is their award. They chose who they want to celebrate, and that's the game. But I'm not going to act like a Grammy means something to me. When I was buying albums as a youngster, I damn sure wasn't checking for who they thought was good. That's right. Well, enough said. Let's get to this lying ass nigga Jesse Jesse Smollett. Now look here, man. Y'all can already tell where I'm probably gonna be on this thing. I was on his throat 
on the first show when we didn't know nothing. Now, my man Eugene, I think, is going to be on some wild shit in my estimation. Gene, how do you feel with all the new developments regarding Jesse Smollett? If it's okay for us to to jump out and say that he is willing to do all sorts of wild shit for attention or political gain or whatever the case may be, why is it not okay for us to believe that this nigga being set up like, I don't understand that. It just seems like, what the fuck could possibly... Now, obviously, I don't know. But I can't understand what is to be gained. Now, we're willing to go off the... Dog, I've committed crimes before, you know? And if I thought I could be like, this nigga paid me to do it and get off, I'm going to say that. Like, who the fuck's not going to say that? Everybody's going to say that. So if if that's what we got, I mean, I'm sure it's a lot more. I know it's a lot more to it. Um, you know, it's all a clusterfuck. And I think that just to automatically, like these other people are telling the truth, that's not bizarre. Like that whole other side of the argument is not as bizarre or, 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 or his side is so bizarre that that nullifies the fact that all of this shit's crazy. Supposedly they... He paid him thirty five hundred. These niggas fled the country. How the fuck do you flee the country off thirty five hundred dollars? Then, like, they go to the house and they find every every fucking shred of evidence because these niggas then kept hats and receipts and paper clippings and books and all of this great perfect shit. It doesn't just seem stupid. It all, but again, this is what I'm saying. All of this shit is entertainment. This whole, the shit is all stupid. None of it, like, this doesn't really happen, nigga. Like, what the fuck are we talking about? Like, this is drumming up just more money because we're going to tweet and talk about it and do a show about it. And this nigga going to get interviewed and the robbers get interviewed. Ain't nobody going to jail, but everybody going to jail. Who the fuck knows? R. Kelly raped a bunch of broads, but he ain't in jail. But it's a show about it. And, like, this shit is just a constant effort to keep us fucking mesmerized and, and, and fucking just eating this bullshit up. Like, dog, at some point, I feel like we got to be like, all oh, this shit is bullshit. And I, I know I went beyond the question, but I just think it's all fucking stupid. So, do you believe Jesse Smollett or not? I I believe him. You believe him. Nas, can you interject, please? Well, the thing is, he has enough money to get sufficient legal counsel. So if they were framing him and setting all of this up, that's the city of Chicago uh, beyond belief because the police have been the ones leaking this information to the media, and that's why we get the constant update. So if he's actually telling the truth, that dude's going to see more money than you can imagine. But the problem is the story was really thin and weird for that to happen, 20 degree below zero weather. And for those dudes to keep everything, hey, man, when you're doing something that you think may go the other way, it's probably not a bad idea to keep some backup to make sure that person can't just point at you and, and act like he doesn't know you or never met you and things like that. So, I mean, this sounds like a story that you would make up when you were in high school and you stayed out too late and you had to come up with something for your mom and dad to make it look sweet and you just kept 
coming up trying to cook that lie up real good. So to me, it looks really bad. Like I said, this is going to hurt people going forward because stories won't be believed. They'll be addressed with a, a little bit of skepticism from the beginning as opposed to looking at it as it was. And the people blaming the media for this, I don't even understand that. Like, no, the media, they just report the information as it comes. So as they reported the story at first. People started riding for the dude. Oh, this is wrong, yada, yada, yada. Then the police start leaking information about it with a raised eyebrow, so the media starts reporting that. So that, that's not an issue of the media. It's an issue of the story is, is really, really hard to believe, and then when these details start coming out, it's looking really bad for the dude, man. But I, like I said, any black person that would do that Empire show, uh, with that horrible director that did Precious, that Monique got that Oscar from, that she should be ashamed of. Like, I, I, where did black dignity and self-respect go? Empire and Precious, those are two of the worst things black people have ever come up and produced in media. Uh, we out here celebrating it. So, it well, is, he probably did the nigga make Moonlight too. was the shit called Moonlight? I don't know. i never seen that movie. If he was in it, I, I wouldn't know. Didn't it just win an Oscar a few years ago? What that movie was called? With uh, <laughs> that's what that movie was called. I just never seen it. I seen what the story, oh, man, what it was, the story was about. So I had no interest. But but I have a, I got a question though, Chief. Why is Empire such a terrible show? I would say it's beneath the dignity of black people, man. The guy who who directs it, like I said, that's the same guy who does Precious. And he has a really, really small idea of what black life and what the black experience in America is. And I just think he does a really bad job. I can't even think of his name because I can't stand him. But, uh, uh, yeah, his name I, is I'm Lee Daniels. Lee Daniels. There we go. Now, Lee Daniels is infamously known for being heavy pressed by Dame Dash in that footage. Now, in, in that footage a, a few months back, I didn't know that was Lee Daniels like that. But then, as we, uh, you know, we come full circle, Dame was heavy pressing that nigga, like pressing him, like, you owe me a couple million or whatever it was, but pressing him, <laughs> heavy pressing. But look, man, let me, um, let, let me, let me dive into taste here. Uh, so let me address Smollett, Jussie. Now, first of all, ah. Uh, these Nigerian fellas who who turned themselves into the police. Now, Jesse follows both of, of them on Instagram. They are also um, like, what, are, what do they call them? Like, not cast members, but the uh, kind of the side people they've been used in some footage on Empire, these dudes. Now, they said Jesse hired them. They, this was rehearsed. They rehearsed it. Jesse said he wanted to look physical, but you know, not to look. Now, Jesse comes out after this incident happens and is on stage, seen on stage, talks, I'm the gay Tupac. I fought back. You know, like, he fought, you know, for his. You know, now, let me address these robbers, man. Now, I talked about this in, in, in the first, when we did this shit, very preliminary stage. Dude, what a come up, right? You know, Say, say, say you a racist and you, you and your boy, y'all turned up, right? Because it's a, what they call it, a, a polar vortex. It's, it's a polar vortex out. But you and your nigga, y'all turned up this night. You, you like, you know, uh, 
Brad and Chad was like, you know, fuck it, Brad, man. I fucking hate gay people and black people. And I, let's get some bleach. Let's fucking get a noose. Let's put on our MAGA gear. I know it's a portal of vortex, Brad, but we're going out downtown Chicago tonight. And we're going to see if we can catch a gay black dude. And what do you know? Here comes old Jesse Smollett strolling down the street looking for a sandwich at 2 in the morning. <laughs> so, um, double whammy for those guys, right? Boom, they got him. Uh, so after they pour bleach on them, they just let them go. Now, they're wearing all their uh, identifying gear. They're saying this is MAGA country. All this stuff. Just cartoon work, man. Like my like my man said, it's like a, a fucking 16-year-old coming up with his plan as he walks up to the door to tell mom and dad why he's late. Uh, you go back to Jesse. Now, the dudes get caught with all the shit in their house. Now, that's hijinks within itself because that's weird. But you, you address what was likely more happening. Now, Jesse is uh, allegedly being written out of the empire, you know, being written off at this point. He's getting fewer and fewer lines, fewer and fewer, and they're going, you know, can him at some point here shortly. Can is because he, he's about the third to fourth popularest dude on the show. You you can argue, uh, wasn't the, the, the little brother, Hakeem, and the crazy brother, not let alone Terrence Howard and Taraji P, you know, so we about tired of seeing all this gay shit, you know, um, so yeah, man, it, 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 it. now what it more so is you can point at and what I was leaning towards is this, this liberal shit, man. Now I consider myself a Democrat politically. Now I don't know if Democrat and liberal are one and the same. I don't know if that's synonymous, but I'll say this. I see a lot of left work. Now they thought this is Fox, you know, and it's, it's, it's crazy how this could be Fox who is known for going hard on liberal, but promotes the show Empire, right? That is a total minority, gay, you know, all the shit, transgenders, all of it's flying. But it's been said that the Fox Newsroom and Fox Production don't even talk. That's two uh, two complete different entities. I don't know how that's so, but that's what I hear, what I've heard. Um, Point is, man, this is just promotion, trying to keep that show alive. They're in the whatever the hell season. Nobody knows what season they in at this point. I'm sure we uh, I'm sure we all paid attention. I was on it till about season three. Thing moved too fast for me. I can't keep up with the hell was going on. But if it is this this leftist type of shit, and then you pull out all the props, the MAGA hats and. This is uh, MAGA country and pouring bleach and nooses and all the all the costume gear. And you, you think you can use the gay black dude because that gets us all black people. We, we going to cape because he black. And then you can get the LGBT and all them who like the, to ride on the coattails of the plight of black people. But all they do is ride the coattails of it. And when it's time to jump off and separate, they go be white. So they love to throw us in the same plight bundle. That's another part of this. But my point is, in the day for me, uh, just sounds like some collaborative effort with Jesse, uh, the show struggling, and they say, hey, this is how we can definitely bring some attention to it. 
Now, how you implicate, because you got to know, you go fuck with some, some MAGA shit, you might get a tweet from Trump. That's the thing. Like, and I heard cats talking about that uh, regarding Kaepernick. Like, nigga, you know you one of them owners fuck around and be like, yeah, we're going to sign Colin Kaepernick. We're, we're going to, you know, whatever. Nigga, Trump going to send that tweet out at your ass. You got a president who will who fucking get on your throat on social media, who will be after you a taste. So I'm surprised, you know, you didn't hear from Trump here because they clearly took a swipe at, you know, that political side and said, look what y'all be doing, y'all racist, y'all running around beating up gay black people. That's the implication here. And so I'm surprised you didn't hear nothing from Donald Trump, man. Y'all got any follow-up? Well, well yeah. a lot, man. He did tweet about it. So he, he said a few words, uh, spelled incorrectly as usual. But, I mean, honestly, man, I, I doubt you got a bunch of liberal backers or people around him coming up with this because, honestly, the plan would have been better. This sounds like some shit he cooked up at his kitchen table alone, man. This sounds like a desperate dude trying to come up with something. And, hey, it, just hey, it sounds like, uh, sound like him and Lee Daniels. It sounds like an episode of Empire. <laughs> yeah, this wasn't a meeting of the minds, and they came up with this plan. Like, And that's why the story was somewhat believable because it's like, okay, damn, with nobody fake no crazy shit like that. And honestly, I hope the dude ain't lying. I hope it comes out that this, the Chicago PD is lying on him and, and that this really did happen and the dude didn't lie. But just going off of, you know, what we know, it, it just, it's just way too many coincidences or way too many things that don't make sense to say that, you know, this is not a lie. But, no, this ain't no damn political strategy, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> to come up with no shit like this. And, and as far as Trump and the NFL owners, this, this is the other part where they don't know their audience. If the NFL owners had let Kaepernick be signed, you know what would have happened? Just like when they went to that game against Buffalo. It was sold out. Folks was drunk as hell, and they heckled Kaepernick that whole game. And that's what would have happened if Kaepernick had got signed. People would have been tuning into the game early to make sure they seen if he kneeled or not, and the people who hated his gut would have waited to see if he kneeled and then got on social media. I can't stand Kaepernick. No, 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 no. You, you see what I'm saying? That the outrage would have just been flowing into the NFL's pockets. But them being as sheepish as they are and racist as they are, they hid behind Trump and blamed him for them not employing somebody who should have been working when Nathan Peterman is out here getting checks. Gene, what you got about a player? I've told y'all, man, I, I think all of this shit is full of shit, man. I think everybody in cahoots, you know, they, yeah, man. I, I, I don't believe the media. I don't believe nobody. Everybody getting this money, man. This shit is all sensationalized. It ain't nothing that happens that don't have some kind of M. Nye Shyamalan type of plot twist. You know, and 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 I think we just eat it up, man. We, we we talk about it like it's real. We watch it like it's real. But all of these shits are just extensions of TV shows, man. By the people who create TV shows for whatever reason they want. You know, like I was like, dog, R. Kelly just was the talk of the town to um, what two months ago, a month and a half ago, and. 
women of all ages crying and going on about some kind of crazy thing he does, but nobody actually got to whatever this extra shit is he about. And that shit just went away. I mean, dog, this is it's all fucking, yeah, all that shit's stupid, man. Well, there is a dangerous side to this because obviously whatever the narrative, whatever the objective, the strategy was here, it was definitely to pull on, you know, a certain demographics, emotional string here, right? It was directed towards people well, like us for to, to get us out it's, there. It's pulling on every side string because you get, that's the, the, the beauty of it. Everybody gets to argue a point. Everybody gets to feel justified. Everybody gets to say you're right and I'm wrong. So, so then, who the fuck is it from? You know, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's the it's the same ass story all the time. The fucking Drake and Pusha T. It's like the same fucking story, just getting told over and over again. Well, my I guess my my thing is this: um, when you alleged. Is it similar to the the Duke thing where you had Sharpton them out there with the Duke lacrosse, and you get a black woman saying these white boys rape me, and then we all come out picking and we out here caping, and then you lying, you know. So this this gives that other side, you know. Next time it is a real hate crime and they do put a real noose on a nigga and beat him up or whatever. It's like oh here we go again with that bullshit. So you know. That that's not good. We don't we don't need that. We don't need that because those those things are too real. And for Jesse Smollett to be willing to go to that level for whatever stunt this is, like like you guys are saying, man, I hope it's real. I don't think it is at all. Never did. Um, because you you know just too many things, man. The nigga still had the noose on his damn neck or whatever, or you know just weird shit. And it's like. Dog, you willing, you know, you 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 setting us back. If anything, you know, you you making our, you know, it's the boy who cried wolf. You making us look like these these things we talk about, these injustices. You know, you making it seem light when they ain't light, man. If this thing is real, but I don't know, man. But uh, y'all got anything to finish off with, fellas? No, I got nothing else, man. It's a sad situation, and yeah, real victims are going to suffer from this because now people are going to be real skeptical of things. But, man, honestly, dude, like the whole world is not a simulation. Like these stories aren't planning. This is the crazy-ass country we live in, man. It's extra violent. It's extra messy. Uh, Sadly, like this is who we are right now. Now, it's easier to say, no, there's no way, but no, man. Americans have grown up in a certain kind of cesspool, man. And and honestly, these stories that you see all the time, I mean, that's just a part of it. You know what I mean? It gets much worse once you dig a little deeper. Uh, We're trying to overthrow two nations right now. Did I say that on live radio? But, yeah, we are right now. So, like, when you get to the heavier stuff, it's even more real. And honestly, in 2019, where social media and our attachment to our phones have actually destroyed our ability to focus on things. 
they can't even really distract us anymore because we need constantly stimuli. So we can't even say, you know, the old school thing, oh, this is just a distraction. No, because the distraction only lasts five minutes. Think about it. Columbine, they ran that in the newspaper every day for six months. We get school shootings now. That thing's in the paper for about a week, and then we're on to the next story because we are really, really, really distracted. Think about how many times you touch your phone during the day. How many times you go look up social media? How many times you go answer a message or a notification and all these other things? We are a distracted, uh, incoherent, illiterate culture. We have the ability to read, but we choose not to. We have the ability to think about higher subjects. In your hand right now is a supercomputer, basically. You can look up all the known information on the man. And what do we choose to spend our time looking into? Like these are these are part of American culture and also the decline of this country and deservedly so for what it's going for. Now, I hate to go that heavy on it, but well, we well look in the I, I agree country, with bro. I, I agree with a lot of that, but I definitely disagree with that. This is not a part of the distraction play. Just just because that we become accustomed to it and they don't have to run it for six months anymore, and I think that speaks to. The, the, how well it's done, you know, and I don't believe that that these stories are all true. That's crazy, you know. There's 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 no way that everything that's on the news it just happens to be this dramatic, and 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 I think that to believe that the people who create stories that's like L. Ron Hubbard. Don't don't let's not talk about the fact that he's a science fiction writer. You know, he really did figure out fucking Xenu came to the planet and did some shit. You know, like, it's obvious that, that somebody's pulling these strings. Somebody has an agenda here. It, it, it's not a coincidence that all of, you know, in, in the, the, the 2000 age, you know, homosexuality on TV is all of a sudden rampant. No, that somebody, somebody's doing something. Somebody is pushing an agenda. They they want you to to see this and be desensitized to it. So I I, I think there's motive behind this type of thing. Now, if the cover up is is is, is for you know the fact that America's trying to uh, stage coups around the world, or the fact that the devil is real, or whatever the the stage is for, I don't know. But to believe that these motherfuckers aren't maniacal, that they aren't up to anything, this is just the absolute truth, and this is just how America is, I, I can't ride with it. Yeah, I, I hear you, man, but L. Ron Hubbard, the fact that he was able to create a religion in this later day, that's more focused on the American population that that many people would be gullible enough to believe it. That dude created a religion out of old People roll with it. That That's how crazy Hell, yeah. Americans are, man. And, I, and like I said, distractions, this ain't like back in the day. They don't stop running the stuff because we get tired of it. They stop running it because we lose interest. We stop clicking on the story. And as far as the news and how they cover stuff, okay, if it bleeds, it leaves. That that adage is as old as media is. Now, if I tell you a little kid uh, gets his bike stolen in front of a park, okay, that story may run. But then I go to the editor, ah, I got another detail. Little kid gets his bike stolen by MAGA hat wearing guy drinking a beer who's 35 and the kid is 13. Okay, now we got a headline. Let's roll this. So if it bleeds, it leaves. Like that hasn't changed. Right. I mean, but but to say that it's just. I mean, I get what you're saying, but it it 
simply sensationalism tells us that that these things are are, are manufactured most of the time. Just like you said, it doesn't. It's, it's we don't like it. We're not interested when it's just the kid getting his bike stolen. So well, you know, we'll spice it up. We'll we'll, we'll definitely can, can add some some more to the narrative to to get attention. And then and then you know, dog. Like okay, just just I like to get your take on it. I don't know how much how much time we got, boss. We got a minute, so we're, let's go on and close oh, it out, okay. man. I can't, let's I can't save get it for another it. day. Yeah, let's save it for another show. We'll come back with it. But uh, Nas, brother, so how, how do you do you follow us at all? How how you keep up with us on here, bro? Oh man, I was just checking to see who was on tonight, and I saw you guys. So I was like, oh, let me go and check in and see what they talking about tonight. So you know, oh, well, just man, at make that. sure you uh. You follow us. You can follow me on uh, on Twitter. I'm my only platform is Twitter. I'm at Heavy Handed J. You can follow me on Twitter, man. That's how you can get these updates. Um, we on Apple. We on iTunes, and we do it here on Blog Talk. So, man, make sure you keep up with us, G. I love having you on, man. Um, I've been needing a good um, somebody to ride with me on the sports shit. So, make sure you uh you keep up with us man and tell tell your partners about us and share you know share the show my brother thank you for uh, joining us do. too i will do man shout out to you and shout out to the other homie man y'all have a good one bro for sure man for sure you too bro bro all, all right Gene. Right, later all hey, right man Gene, we got 20 seconds bro close us down uh man just uh stay stay focused man keep god first you know, don't don't be so concerned about your own personal truth, man. Deal with the actual truth. That's it. Later, y'all. One, two, three, and to the folks. Snoop Doggy Dogg and Dr. Dre is at the door. Ready to make an interest so fast.